I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah! I don't like how that tie looks with that those jeans. I think that the jacket would make your eyes pop a little bit, Slee. I want to hear Chris kind of walk you through some wardrobe selections. I didn't help Chris because when he said, you know, Slee was the fashion guy this, and then I start describing the suit everything else, I'm like, what are you talking about, Al? You make no sense. You're fine. You look nice. Made no sense at all. I mean, you left the rest of us hanging with your suit. We, we all, the rest of us all agreed to wear You and I polos. had a conversation. Right. You and I had a conversation. I even mentioned it to you. Uh-huh. I said- I think I'm going to go sue. I didn't think I was going to sue. I knew I was going to sue. Uh-huh. I mentioned to you, like, hey, heads up, because it would look you, a little weird. You did. And then we talked to our boss, Amanda Brown, yeah. who said, you know, guys, I think we should all do polos. Well, why did you uh, – here's the thing. You asked her, hey, what's the what's, what's the, the attire? Story? Yeah. Well, we already had the conversation about wearing a suit. Well, no. Because it's I like you and I – this is the equivalent. It's like you and I <laughs> – Talking about what we're going to do in the show, uh-huh. and then right after we're done talking about it, you get then go to Amanda and say, "Hey, what do you think we should talk about on the show?" Oh, I do that too. We just talked about the show. Yeah, well, you know, I like to get a, I like to workshop these things. I like <laughs> to get, a, and plus, I had a. Or you didn't like my idea, so <laughs> no, you were looking for an be, answer that. that supported yeah, your idea. Yeah, I didn't idea. get the answer I wanted, so I'm going to ask again, right? That's and, and you did it in front of me, so I'm <laughs> awkward now. I'm like, I already told Trav I'm wearing a suit. Well, there was the other component too, is that I'm one suit, Travis. And I had worn my suit to the wedding Try last weekend, that. and it was balled up in the corner of my bedroom floor. So now I got to go find a quick cleaner. There's a whole other component I, to this. Could I tell you the look you gave me on media day when I started walking yeah, up was, to the promotional you know, you area? Me, you left me hanging. You did. I left him hanging. Yes. I told him I'm wearing a suit, and the look but you then gave we me changed our minds. The look you gave me, you were <laughs> so disappointed. I was am. You even said like I think out loud. Yeah. Look, look at Al. Hey. <laughs> no, I said it. Look, here's the thing. I'm going to let you know how I'm feeling. I'm going to put it out there. That's how it's going to go. For instance, last night I was feeling depressed, bummed out, kind of just feeling broken. Like, you know, do you, th- tell me this, Al. Do you are you a believer in just kind of the you know, it's not meant to be. Do Do you have those moments where you just you know what? It's just I've done everything I can. It's just just not going to happen. Yeah, there's definitely times where me too. You might beat your head over a wall and then decide you know that's enough. Right. It's, so, it is what it is. That's kind of where I was in the seventh inning last night. Not that I'd given up on the season, but I had, you know, tonight's the, the, the race night. for the, the race mm-hmm. for the the division. The Dodgers are behind nine to five. The Giants had already won one to nothing. This just feels, you know, it's just not meant to be. The path for the Dodgers is not going to be through the National League West. It's going to be through the wild card. They're going to have to go. They're going to have to do it the hard way. It's just not meant to be. Rolled over, went to sleep. Get up this morning. Doing what I do in the morning, flipping through my phone. Wait, wait, what? What what happened? They hit how many home runs in the eighth inning? They hit five home runs in two innings. They hit four. Wait, huh? And, and at this point out, I'm so far into the forest. I have no idea what I'm looking at. I don't know if they're gonna catch him. I don't know if it's a wild card. I don't know if momentum matters. I don't know if Max Scherzer's okay. I don't know. I'm just completely lost after what happened last night. Got a couple stats for you, all right? Okay. Today's a stat here of the day. 
is the Los Angeles Dodgers. So they blew a four-run four lead, and then they overcame a four-run deficit uh, for the win. It's the first time since August seventh, nineteen seventy-nine, versus the Astros. So they were obviously up four to nothing. We talked about Scherzer; he had a five-one lead, a four-one lead, or a four-nothing lead, and they come back. Here's another interesting uh, stat: here, there's been a hundred and thirty-three days this season in which the Dodgers trailed in the division but stayed within three games. Think about that, Trav, for a quick second here. We're going to talk about Dodgers-Giants rest of the way. Mm-hmm. There's been 133 days <laughs> this season in which the Dodgers trailed in the division but stayed within three games. Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app of the Travis and Sleeva Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for 300% back on your first play. And here we sit today. They're still within three games, but only four to go. Four games left. There's two back with four to go. And, you know, when you read that stat, 133 days where they have not been in first place, but with been within three games of first place. I don't know, how was it, a month ago, give or take, where I said to you, you know what? As frustrating as it is as a Dodger fan to have – and look, the Dodgers are playing out of their mind. They're winning mm-hmm. a million games, and we're just like, why can't they catch them? Why can't they catch them? Why can't they catch them? And I said to you, well, imagine being the Giants who are winning all these games, and they keep looking over their shoulder, and the Dodgers Freaking are still back. right there. Like, One back. Why won't these guys mm-hmm. go away? Mm-hmm. And it just feels to me that we're just running out of time. They're both – the Giants don't lose. You know what? You know what the Dodgers won a game last night. They had no business winning. Mm-hmm. No business winning. And then the Giants are have a game where there's there's no reason to be in a one to nothing game with the Arizona Diamondbacks, <laughs> who have lost 185 games this year. And yet there they were, and they got it done, and they found a way. Both of these guys have to be looking at each other like seriously. You guys did that. There's no separate. There hasn't been for months. Isn't it meant to be the way it should be? The way it should be is going into that final weekend that they're separated by a game. Aren't Dodgers aren't Dodgers supposed to win tonight and the Giants are supposed to drop one to Arizona? They're supposed to. So that it's a one game. And I say that because these two teams have been so close the entire way. Can you go into this final weekend, three games left, where it's only a game separating these two teams, <laughs> that if anybody blinks, doesn't it seem like it should be that way? It yeah you're 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 right. Did you see too during the game last night where Walker Buehler going to pitch Sunday? Did Dave Roberts say no? He's pitching Sunday. Now obviously if it's within one game for sure he pitches Sunday. But what if it's over? What if it's if the, the it's over? He'll probably pitch three innings and he'll take him maybe. out. Maybe if it's yeah. a if it's a glorified bullpen, I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. But the last thing I want to do is see a Walker Buehler out on Sunday that pitch certainly game. doesn't count for anything. Mm-hmm. So I think we got some clarity last night as well. Put the home runs aside and how exciting it was. I think we got an answer to our center field question. As And Gavin Lux ran into the center field wall at top speed. Mm-hmm. And I respect the hustle. I respect the fact that he's out there doing something that he has not been taught how to do. You know, he's brand new out there, and he's given it everything he has. And he let his hair, you know, on fire face first into the wall, literally. I respect it. But it also was a really clear moment of, you know what, this is not a good option. That, that An inning before, he nearly ran into Mookie. Earlier in the season, he crashed into Cody Bellinger in the outfield, causing Cody Bellinger to get hurt. Last night, he goes face first into the wall. I think as good as his offense has been over the last several weeks, I don't think you can have that player play that position in a playoff game. It just feels like a really bad idea all of a sudden. I think most people would agree with you on that. And let me kind of add a piece of this that is not going to be talked about that much from what happened last night as well. 
Kenley looked great again. He sure did. Kenley came in, three batters for the Padres. You knew the game was over, by the way. You got to that point. You give up that many <laughs> runs over a short period. But Kenley mowed through the Padres. And, you know, you, you had Scherzer just give up. In his last two starts, he's given up 10 runs. Mm-hmm. We've had the conversation about Walker Bueller, Julio, where he is with his velocity decreasing and the amount of innings that he pitched. Uh, Kershaw just coming back. And I know those are all starters, but Trinan's had some moments where you can question. Gratterall yesterday, it looked like I can go up there and hit a double. I, I'm not okay. even kidding, Al. I think he pitched himself off the postseason roster in the last week or two. Is it crazy to kind of sit here and say that the most consistent pitcher at this point that you know you have faith in and confidence? So I say faith and confidence as in just looking at what he's been doing lately. Mm-hmm. Kenley is actually becoming the highlight of all these pitchers based upon what you've seen over this period of time. For the last couple of weeks, maybe the last month or so, maybe even longer than that, maybe six weeks, I think he's the only guy that when the bullpen gate swings open and you see him coming out, you're like, cool, all right, we got this. And and it, I mean, you talk about a 180 from a few months ago. Trinan is here, – here's some good news, Dodger fans. The, the path that Blake Trinan has taken through this season is remarkably similar to the one he had last year, where middle of the season, early part of the season, he's really, really good to the point of thinking, hey, maybe he's the guy. Then in the towards the end, it's a little bit of – it's a little less great. Mm-hmm. And then in the postseason, he was fantastic all over again. So I'm optimistic for him, but you're right right now. The rest of it, Joe Kelly comes in, hold your breath. If he's good Joe Kelly, he's going to go right through you. If it's the other Joe Kelly, he's going to walk guys, and you don't know. Like I said, Gratterall, I don't even know if he makes the postseason roster at this point. He's been getting hit hard. He's walking guys. And so I, I you can you cannot walk people in the playoffs. It is poison to whatever else it is you're trying to get done. Bickford, sure. Vezia, sure. They got some David Price you probably need in, in some sort of capacity. Tony Gonsolin probably slides into the bullpen, but you are 100% right. Kenley Jansen is the only – okay, Kenley's going to pitch the ninth. You're going to feel pretty good about it. But there are back-to-back games in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's far less effective in back-to-back games. You're going to need the rest of that pen to pick up some innings along the way, especially when you look at how the the four guys that are going to get starts have gone from A+, plus A+, plus A+, plus A to I'm not quite sure exactly what I'm going to get. The uh, a week from today, we've said this a couple different times, right? A week from today, the wild card game will have already been solved. Uh, Dodgers will have either played in it or something drastic's got to happen in these last four games. Chav, if it's St. Louis and it's the Los Angeles Dodgers going up six days from today, mm-hmm. knowing what you've seen from Scherzer these last couple of starts, kind of some of the question marks, and and also this is an offense that has not been consistent. I mean, as great as some of these players are playing injury, Corey Seager right now is unbelievable. Pollock had two home runs yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's a feast or famine. They you know, had two we, runs the night before, 11 last night, three the day before that. They're, it's all over the map. Okay, all over the map. You know, I, I, I said this, that I think momentum is a big part of any type of sport. Momentum is a big thing, period. Cardinals finally lost a game yesterday, which actually I think helps I bet you them. They I'm, I'm not woo! kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think I genuinely right. think that helps them. I that, totally that agree. That 17-gamer is done. out of the way. Yeah. Doesn't this now just kind of seem you got two teams playing as good as baseball as anybody in Major League Baseball, and if they if they go up against each other next Wednesday, you know how you were saying that you still felt great about it and Scherzer and this. There's enough question marks there where, unfortunately for the Dodgers, as great of a season as you've had, damn, that's going to be so such a nerve-wracking three hours of baseball at Dodger Stadium. Let me put it to you like this. If the Dodgers win the wild-card game mm-hmm. a week from t- uh, yeah, tomorrow, yesterday – 
right, Wednesday. I really, truly, in my heart, believe they're going to win the World Series. And I think a lot of people would agree with yeah. you. And you don't have to be a Dodger fan I, to make that, you I know, to, to stake that claim. Once you get into a series and, and all of the randomness gets reduced, it doesn't get eliminated, but it gets reduced to, I have better players than you, I have better pitching than you, I'm more likely to beat you. I think if they can get through that one game, they are going to win the World Series. But the one game thing that I felt really good about a week ago, as far as, you know, Max Scherzer pitching in a one game, you're telling me, I feel like we're going to win that game three out of four times. Okay. Now I feel like we're going to win that, you know, three out of five. Yeah. Three out of five. That's yeah. exactly right. That it's gone from something that I feel really good about to something that I like my chances, but I don't love it. And that's what's so scary about it. Win the one game, we're off to the races. The season could also we could be here a week from today, yeah. talking about hey, is Chris Taylor coming back, Kenley Jansen coming back, Clayton Kershaw coming back, Corey Seager coming back. All of these guys are on the block, right? They're all free agents. They're all able to go other places. We could be having a let's get ready for the Giants, or hmm. where do you go from here? I, I've already kind of claimed I don't need to do this because listeners already know um, I'm the baseball guy, so that clearly put that one to the side. Yes, but really, <laughs> why I'm on this radio station is because I'm the football guy. That's. <laughs> <laughs> um people wait if i told you how the line in vegas waits for me to do my nfl pick you're a sharp and yeah. nfl pickums are coming at who's the, who's the guy playing with us uh, uh first down fern first down fern fernando, fernando you said yes. okay um just kind of if you're in your car right now pull over to the side and grab <laughs> a sheet notes. of paper and take some notes <laughs> and then 12 30 yeah, uh, Russ. All Los Angeles Lakers basketball talk. By the way, Pau Gasol's retiring as well. Officially, he's making his retirement. Oh, um, so we're going to do all that at 1230 as well. Can't wait. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so here's the score, Al. We have done three weeks of NFL picks. Travis has 11 points total. Alan Sliwa has eight. The listeners have eight. If you want to do your scoring system, I have two. You have zero. The listeners have I'm one. Not, so, I'm not sure which scoring system I want to You'll let right me know now. at the end? Yeah, I'll, so, I'll keep you posted. All right, so we got... Uh, Four picks, four games. Yeah. We're going to rank them with confidence points. The most confident game gets it four points. We're going to use the spread to determine our winners. And like we've done all season long, we have a listener that is going to participate as well, and they get a running total. Um, first down, Fern is our guest picker this week. Fernando, how you feeling this morning? Oh, I'm feeling good. Thanks for having me on, guys, and letting me uh, uh, participate. You Appreciate got it, it, man. Thank all you. Right. So here we go. We're going to start with the game right here at SoFi Stadium on Sunday afternoon. Pre-game show starts at 11 o'clock. The Los Angeles Rams hosting the Arizona Cardinals. The Rams are a five-point favorite. I'm going to go first yep. on this one, Al. I'm going to take the Rams. I think the Rams are playing the best football in the entire NFL. Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's any trappiness to this. I think Kyler Murray's real good. I've watched Sean McVay do work against the Cardinals every single game, twice a year since he's gotten here. I'm going the Rams, and I'm going all the way to the top at number four. Am I next here? You are next. Okay, I got a different strategy here. I don't really want to get into what my strategy is, 
But let's just say I got the Cardinals at one. Maybe (laughs) that's completely different than what you picked. That could be the case. It could not be the case. I'm going to make a case here that Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals will make this a game. Rams still win the game, and Arizona ends up um, uh, winning it from a points perspective. That's called game theory. You're playing not just against the game, but you're playing against the other players, and I like it. Fernando, Rams, five-point favorites at home against Arizona. What do you got? I'm with Slee on this one. Uh, I do think the Rams win, but it's going to be a close game. So five is too many points. So I'm going with the cards. And in terms of my confidence level, not that high. So I'm going to place it as my uh, one. Okay, so both Fernando and Slee have the Cardinals at number one. Let's move to the next game. Just real quick, Fernando, yeah. it scares me that you agreed with me, but let's continue. <laughs> let's keep going here. All right. Let's that move might not on. be a good strategy, I get it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll find out by about, oh, let's say 4 o'clock on yeah. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. We'll have a good answer. Oh, by the way, the postgame show live at Hollywood Park Casino, myself and Kirk Morrison, immediately following that game. Game number two, also in Los Angeles, also at SoFi Stadium, the Las Vegas Raiders against the Los Angeles Chargers. Al, you back lead off on this one the chargers are a three and a half point favorite the only thing i'm more concerned about is where you're going i have <laughs> well, i'm trying to figure go, out go first every time i'm trying we to rotate. figure out what you're going to do all right raiders versus the chargers uh, i'm actually and i don't like doing this but i'm going to pick the chargers in this one i think chargers end up not only beating the raiders they beat them by more than a field goal they cover the points at sofi stadium 75 percent of the fans uh, are raider fans but the Chargers are accustomed to playing on the road. They're going to play another road game here at Inglewood. <laughs> what confidence level I give that? Where would you put that? I'm going to go. I'm going to put that as a three. Ooh, going big. Yeah, going I'm going to put that as a Chargers three. at number three. First down, Fern. Where do you have the Raiders and the Chargers? I think this is going to be a really close game. So because the Raiders are getting the points, I'm going to go with the Raiders. And where do you have them? Uh, this one, uh, three points. All right, so you guys this have is the good, same now game, everybody's all different over the place. winners. This, is, this I like. This is a little game theory right mm-hmm. here. I'm going to take the Chargers as well. I think the Chargers are it. a good team. I think the Chargers, that win in, in Kansas City, that's legit, man. That is about as difficult but as it is gets. Is this not the NFL where you just start it, kind of nope. falling into You're a trap right. of a team? That's why they're at number one. Chargers at number one for me. All right, Fernando, your bat and lead off on this one. It is the Sunday night game. It's arguably the most anticipated game of the week. Tom Brady and the Bucks going into Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. Tampa Bay is a road favorite, minus seven for the Pats, or excuse me, for the Bucks. Who do you got in that one? Yeah, I think Tom Brady is just going to completely unload on his former team and Bill Belichick. So I'm taking the uh, Bucks minus the seven. And where do you have it? Uh, most confident so far. Oh, okay. So he's got Tampa all the way at the top. I'm going to go next on this one, Al. I like Tampa too. I like them high as well, but I've already given the Rams my four. So Tampa at number three for me. Uh, let's make this simple here. You're going three, then I'm going Patriots, and I'm going two. Okay. Uh, Patriots will make it sort of an interesting game. Obviously, a lot of emotion, and I'm just doing it because I'm going opposite you. <laughs> I get yeah, it. As I and try to break down it, the game. Look, I, I understand. You understand that this is a 17-game season, right? That, you don't, that you're not one point behind with one week to go, and you just have to swim against the stream. Just making sure you no, understand th- this the game. No, is, this is what I understand. Um, there's no, there's nothing to any of this. <laughs> I mean, we're watching these games on a week-to-week basis. You know, you're sitting here trying to talk about how great of a week you had last uh-huh. week. Yeah, one more point than I did. You left a point out, the point where it was one more and it won me the week, and I've got two and you've got zero. You left that part out. 
You said Whose there's no point it? to any of this, and let me see. Here. No, 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 You're no, the no only not, one with not, zero. not no point. <laughs> not huh. that there's no point, as in the fact that it's three and a half, and a team wins by three. I gotta go against uh, some of the picks. That All you're right, making last here. game, another NFC West Plus matchup. Wrong the Seahawks are in San Francisco, taking on the 49ers. 49ers are a three-point favorite. Uh, I'm gonna take the Niners. I like them at home. These games are always really close. Uh, I will take San Francisco, and I only have my two left. So 49ers at two. Alan Slewa. What did I do? I did Patriots. You was have your four a left. Two. You I have, have a four, four left. left. That's it's good strategy that you don't know what it is, but yeah. Um, this huh, is yep. an obvious Sliwa one. This is zero. my lock. <laughs> Seattle one and two walking into San Francisco. I guess I got to take the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks all the way at the top. So you want Seattle or you want the Niners uh, in your two, Fernando? In this game, I don't see the Seahawks falling to one and three, so I'm taking the Seahawks plus three points, and that's my two. Okay, there you go. Fernando, thank you very much. We will let you know uh, how you do on Monday thank morning. Thank you, Fernando. Actually, it'll have to be on uh, thanks, Tuesday guys. morning because we got the Monday night game. So thanks, Fernando. Uh, this is interesting. This is the first time where we've had people split That's what all I like about place, it. So that's what I like about it'll it. It'll be good. I was sitting when I was doing my, uh, you know, as you know, Trev, now that I'm in touch with several bookies. Uh, <laughs> yes. All over. By the Some of them are in Vegas. Some of them are international. I have a couple in Shanghai. So <laughs> going international. Going international. So with all that being said, I figured how can we shake this thing up a little bit? And this is one of two things are going to happen. You're either going to have a pretty big damn lead and this is going to be an awful strategy or I'll be kind of sitting on the throne next week. One of those two things are going to happen. Well, maybe. Well, no matter what happens, we're going to gamble. Let's freaking gamble. So here's what's happened to me every time we've done this. I used Mm -hmm. to do this with Key and LZ. Through about seven or eight weeks, I have a giant lead, and then I blow it at the end of the year every single. Really, really? Yes. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm going to enjoy it while I can because I know what's coming next. All right. Talk a little bit about what Russell Westbrook said yesterday. I think this is. My favorite thing I've heard Russell Westbrook say since he's come to L.A. about pushing Anthony Davis every single day. Check this out. He is a special talent, and, you know, obviously the whole world knows it and, you know, the league knows it. Uh, one of a kind, there's nobody like him that can do everything that he's able to do at his size. And um, my job is to make sure I continue to push him each day. Um, he's practice these games where he can be uh, at the top of his game each and every night. You know, he, he's, he, he's been in this league a long time, so he understands how to play the game. He knows uh, well, he needs to turn up, and I, I know now he wants to turn it up. So it's my job to make sure that um, that that's up every single night. I can't tell you how much I like that. I, what what, I, what stands out? I, what, I what is it that you like? Tell you how much mm-hmm. I like that because you know you and I are on a little bit of different sides about how this is going to fit together, mm-hmm. but we're on the exact same side of what Russ brings to every single NBA game he plays in. I'm assuming that he does the exact same thing in every practice that he attends. I don't think that Russell Westbrook is a guy that is one thing one day and a different thing the next. He's Russell Westbrook. That his that he's saying, you know what, I'm going to get into AD every single day is only good news for the Lakers because what's the only criticism on Anthony Davis? The only one. You know, can I just get that a little bit more often? Mm-hmm. Can I can I just get your best a little bit more often? Instead of getting it 75% of the time, can I get it 93% of the time? We just need to bump that best line up. This is how you get there, by having somebody that in every practice, in every game, in every single moment is, mm-hmm. dude, I need more from you. I love this. So I, I kind of find myself trying to figure out one way or the other. So, Trev... I've got a chance to watch Anthony Davis two straight years, right? We get a chance to watch him every single night. 
I think sometimes it's easy to say, and I, look, I've been on this. You know, I always use this as an example. AD had a bad game against the Golden State Warriors in that playing game. You didn't feel him. Where's AD? I got to feel AD, especially this late in the season. Mm-hmm. First game against the Phoenix Suns, another one. Where the hell is Anthony Davis? Clunker. Why is DeAndre Ayton all of a sudden looking like, looking like Shaq? i just use <laughs> as an example, right? And then he comes back with two straight games. Lakers go up 2-1 in the series against the Suns. He was Dominant. Smashing people. Dominant. Now, game three, he gets injured, or game four, he gets injured. Game three? Yeah. Four. Game four. And then the, it's over. The, the season's a wrap. I, I, I get Russell Westbrook, and, and I'm going to read off a quote here from Anthony Davis. He says, I like teammates who are going to push me. Encouragement. I don't need encouragement. I want to be pushed. I want guys to tell me when I'm messing up. Me and Russ had numerous conversations in the first practice alone about things we can do together as a duo when we're both on the floor. I don't think it's an effort thing. I, I, don't, I don't think either. Anthony Davis, you know, when, when people try to say, well, why isn't he trying? No, that's it's not, not that. the thing. It's not that. I think sometimes AD tries to make the right basketball play. Hey, I got two guys guarding me. I'm just going to kick the ball back out, and I'm just going to do the right thing. Where, just as an example, and I know AD and Shaq are not the same player, but Shaquille O'Neal, it didn't matter. I don't care who the hell you put on me. I don't care. I'm going to dominate <laughs> down low, and the game is over. But the thing I, I, I have a little trouble with, and this goes back to should AD start at the five and everything else. It's an 82-game season. I don't know. If you want to see Anthony Davis drop 32 a night with 12 rebounds and three block shots and everything, I get why you want to see that. I get that you want Anthony Davis to be in the MVP conversation. I get that those rankings that came out and they put him at number nine, you and I look and say, yeah, I hope he takes some of that stuff personal. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's more, this is a long freaking season. You joke around with me, hey, Al, only 88 pre- and post-game shows left, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. we joke around doing that. It's a grind of a season, and it the is. NBA is a grind. So I, I, what I'd hate to see is everyone pushing AD to be something in November and, and in December where you don't have the big picture in mind. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Click or call today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. I agree with what you said. I think that that's smart, that you don't want to push him to do things that are unnecessary to do. Just have the big picture in I mind. I don't think that's what the rub on Anthony Davis is. I will tell you what the rub is when we come back. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. So you were mentioning 
that Anthony Davis, you know, why does everybody feel like, the, you know, they're going to push him, they're going to push him, they're going to push him to make sure that, you know, he gets this 32-12-5 on a Wednesday night in December against the Sacramento Kings. I agree with you, and that's not worth it, right? We're not talking about him putting up a stat line every single night. That That's that's at least not what I'm talking about, and I don't think that that's the perception that we're talking about with Anthony Davis. I think what Russ is talking about, what Anthony Davis is talking about, yeah, I want people that are going to push me. I don't need people to uh, you know, encourage me. I need people to push me. There are two people in the types of people in the world, right, when it comes to motivation, when it comes to getting ready to go. There's the guy that needs somebody to throw your arm around his shoulder and say, hey, but you know what? I love you. You're good at this, man. I'm, I, I love you. Do you know how good you are at this? Man, if I was only half as good as you, you know, there's that. Yep. And then there's the kick in the butt. There's the kick in the butt. Of, Dude, come on, man. Where were you? What's going on? You're the best player on this team. Why? Really? Come mm-hmm. on, man. We 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 can't get where you where we all want to go if you're not at your best. I need you at your best, and you're not right now. Let's go. I think Anthony Davis might be the second guy. I think he might be the second guy, and and it's not want. I completely agree with you. It's not care. I completely agree with you. It's this weird thing that Anthony Davis has nine years, by the way, in the NBA. This is this is a man who has been in the league for nine years, who is universally accepted as one of the most talented players in the league, and when he's at his best, is universally accepted on the short list of four, five, six best players in the world. Mm-hmm. But it's also very well known that that's not what you get every time. That there's it, It's just a little bit more. Max Scherzer pitched like, you know what, last night. And we all kind of say, eh, happens. Keep it moving. Because you know that it's not going to happen twice a month. Right? But with Anthony Davis, it happens just frequently enough that you go, hey, what, what's that all about? Like you said, hey, you don't feel him in the game. It's not that he didn't try hard. It's not that he doesn't care. It's like his presence was not impactful. You almost never say that about LeBron. You almost never say that about Russell Westbrook. You never say that about KD or Giannis. They'll have bad games occasionally, mm-hmm. but very rarely. Or say, well, God, he was he even out there last night. AD has those, and I think when Russ is saying, "I'm going to get into him," it gets me pumped up. I absolutely love it. You know, I actually liked. So yesterday, while we're doing our show, um, Lakers practice ended. I don't know what time they had media availability, so I had to go back and watch that and listen to it. And I kind of liked this was. It was A.D. and Russell Westbrook doing the interview together. It was those two players. I thought that was interesting, Trav. You know, I thought it was, I thought it was, like, think of LBJ. LBJ is the cream of the crop. You know, I know for you and I, let's use media day as an example. Pretty damn cool when A.D. was there. Pretty it damn was. cool Carmelo came up. Pretty it damn was. cool Westbrook came up after that. Yep. When LeBron came up. Different. You saw the. It's different. All where, where were all these people? Yeah. Where, where, where are all these cameras and mics coming from? Right. <laughs> no, no. It's LeBron James. It's right. different. But I thought yesterday, just using this as an example, I like the Westbrook and AD combination. Those two talking together. Those two kind of going back and forth. No, I like Westbrook doing something like this. Westbrook saying, who's been in the league now, he's 32, he's four years older than Anthony Davis, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a championship, but he's gone through franchises kind of similar. He was the second best player on a on an Oklahoma City Thunder team. He got to the NBA Finals at a young age. He uh, was uh, an MVP player and was the most important player on the team. I like that that combination was working together because – these two guys could be the difference, very well the difference of a championship or not. We know what LBJ is going to give every night. What are these two going to do? AD says he's into it. I mean, it's good. You know, I like teammates who are going to push me. 
They're encouraging us. I don't need to be encouraged. I, I don't. I want to push. You know what I'm saying? Like I want. I want guys to, you know, tell me when I'm messing up. Um, me and Russ had numerous conversations just in this first practice alone. You know about things that we can do together as a as a um, as a duo. Um, we're both on the floor, so you know that's what I want. And, and I got six, seven guys that's doing that. Russ, Braun, Doe, Mel, DJ, Dwight. Like I got numerous guys that's you know always in my ear about things. So. You, uh, you can't ask for, for more, you know, as a player to, you know, who wants to get better. Okay, it's a perfect answer. It's it's exactly what you would want to hear from mm-hmm. a player like Anthony Davis saying, oh, this is what I need, this is what I want. My only reservation, okay. and it, my only one, is why are we still talking about this 10 years into his career? We, have we ever had that conversation about LeBron? Have we, and, and I get that LeBron's an outlier, but have we had that conversation about Kevin Durant, Steph Curry? Eh, not really. They they're bad, they're bad nights. It's it's not a you can never have a bad night. It's a impact thing like you're talking about. And at some point, Al and and look, if this is what Anthony Davis is, great. They've already won a championship. They're they're very likely to win another one at some point while he's here. If this is maximum Anthony Davis, I'll take it. It's a Hall of Fame talent. It's a Hall of Fame player. But doesn't it feel like there's a little bit, there's another level that he can go to that we haven't quite seen yet? Okay, that, no question about it. No question about it. I will say that uh, AD, because he's on the Los Angeles Lakers, is on a different magnifying glass, okay? So when you say LeBron, bad example, because LeBron's going to go down as the top three, top two, best player, wherever you want to put him, right? Greatest players to ever play the game. AD, when I say he's on a magnifying glass, anything the dude does, we're talking about him. And we're, we're saying, um, well, you know, AD only got to the free throw line four times, and I spend nine minutes talking about that in the postgame show, okay? <laughs> and, and callers go out of their way to pick up the phone and want to have a chat about that. But I think something you said there was very – it's very accurate it's very true. He's the one player – specific. He's, <laughs> he's the one player that you can say, do I think LeBron has another level? No. I don't, know Because that level is already – Arguably the greatest ever. He's at the tip of the spear. Okay. Do I think Russ has another level? No. No. I think Russell Westbrook's been... Whatever your perception of Russell Westbrook was when he came into the NBA, he should have surpassed your expectation. Yeah. Russ has had an amazing career in the NBA. If he stops playing tomorrow, he's going to be the all-time leader in triple doubles. He's going to have won an MVP. He's going to have... Okay. I do think AD has another level. I do too. And and I and it's it's interesting when you put it that way cuz you know being here in studio, you know you you kind of said this earlier in the show. You said Gavin Lux. I looked at him this way and today I look him even higher and yeah, he moved here. He tried to kill himself catching a fly ball for the Dodgers in a pennant race it. at a tie I, it game a at 5 play, apiece. But I loved it. But you moved your arm up as it went up yeah. a bar and when you just did that with Anthony Davis, it kind of clicked in my head. It's like I think that's it. I think when you look at Anthony Davis, the reason why he's under a microscope, the reason why you talk about him every single night, the reason why in the postgame show you say eight rebounds, it's because you feel he's arguably the greatest player in the world today, mm-hmm. best two-way player. What's Giannis doing over there? That should be AD and Giannis going back and forth. So to answer your question, I do think there's another level. Do we get it at age 28 with this squad? I hope we do. I, I hope so too. If we do, there's a get ready for Figueroa. There's there's ten years into the league, you know. But he's been really, 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 really good for ten years. Absolutely. That that's not the conversation. The conversation, for instance, Paul Gasol announced that he's retiring. Yeah. Okay. He's retiring from the NBA, 
and professional basketball. Do you feel like Pau Gasol got every ounce of his ability out of his career? Because I do. Well, let me tell you something. There was a time where I didn't. And I think the losing to the Boston Celtics. And I think Kobe freaking Bryant in his face every single night and every single day. Taking him to another level. Not accepting mediocrity. Not accepting, not accepting an, really good. An all-star every single year. Not accepting that. That in Game 7 against the Boston Celtics at Staples Center, Powell's got to take his game to another level. You know, and, and even times I'm looking at Powell's reaction, I'm like, that reminds me of Kobe. Yeah. The way Powell is reacting, the way he's screaming and he's hitting his own chest. Maybe that's what you're referring to when it comes to AD. Yes. I, it's exactly what I'm referring to, and that he went to that spot. That there was Powell in Memphis, who was a really good player, go to the All-Star team, and, and was a guy that you're looking around the league, we're naming our best 15, 20 guys. Powell's on the list for sure. He's really, really good. And then there was Powell who came to the Lakers, who took his game to another level, but there was still that, hey, you know, I Kobe think and Phil took his Kobe game to another level. Kobe took his game to another mm-hmm. level. Kobe, what was the big boy pants? Is that the quote, right? It's time for him to put his big boy pants on. And it was a direct challenge to you. You're good. I don't need good. I need great. And I need it mm. just about every night. Mm-hmm. And I need. And if, when you're not great, it better be because you were trying to kill yourself. I don't care if KG's great. on the other side. Cares? I don't care who you're playing you're against. As good as him. You're the baddest player yeah. at your position in the world. This and there's there's a little bit of that, I think, you know, LeBron's going to lead different, right? LeBron's leadership style is much different than Kobe, mm-hmm. his leadership style mm-hmm. was, which was different than Magic's leadership sure. style. I-, I wonder if this is what LeBron already got out of Anthony Davis. Dude is averaging. Remember Dwight in the press conference or the, the press on Tuesday? He's like, do people forget about AD. Anthony Davis? Yeah. Guy was putting up 29 plus a game, whatever the case is. Maybe Russ, who has that more Kobe mentality of. When I get on the court with you, there are no friends. There are no this. Maybe Russ, maybe part of what could be the greatest asset he brings to the Lakers, maybe that fire, it, it comes out of Anthony Davis that does take him to another level. I know I'm, 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 there's no lock on any of this, but I, I, I like the discussion because I do think AD's got another level. I was more bullish on Westbrook and those comments yesterday than at any other point since he's gotten in L.A. I'm like, yeah, that's it right there. That. If, if nothing else but that, yeah, let's go. Because if it's LeBron's going to give us LeBron, check the box. You know, Rajon Rondo's going to give you what he gives you. Dwight's going to give you what he gives you. Uh, Russell Westbrook, time will tell. We will see. Uh, but if it's just him getting into AD and, ta- and pushing AD that last inch to real legendary greatness, hey, let, let's go. I, I cannot wait for it. I'm literally ready to start the pregame show right now. Yeah. You got me a little fired up there, Trey. <laughs> Let's do it. Got me Let's a little fired it. up right there. You know what else you're fired up for? The dump. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why don't you listen to me? Well, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. 
I do like that you got all fired up. Oh, yeah, like you, you got me. This is this is what happened yeah, when we were talking me. about Anthony Davis last segment and mm-hmm. then over the break. Like you were sitting back in your chair, we're having our conversation, but by the end of it, you're I leaning forward, up. you're moving your hands yeah. around, you're all fired up. I yeah. like that. I like that version of Slee. No, I, I uh, you got me going there. It really kind of clicked to me for a second. You said something in the break too. It's like the equivalent of. I don't even know. You said Anthony Davis in school would be getting yeah. four point. He'd have a four point. was getting yes, all A's. I all wouldn't A's. even say that. I would say he's got a couple A minuses. He's got a B plus, and and he got a couple A's as well. And you're looking at him. You say you do realize that every time you walk into class, you're the smartest guy. In the you're room. the smartest guy, and everybody <laughs> knows it. Everybody right. knows it. So take that. Take it to the next level because there's no reason why you're not going to the best university or whatever it's the case is. It's very rare where a guy who is already one of the best players in the league, you feel like they could give you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's really like you look at Luca. I feel like Luca's getting just about everything there is to get it. He will get better just by the experience of playing in the league, and he's so young. But it's like there's, you know, get a little better shape. How can Dame get better? I think he's what can Luca do? You know, right. other than just experience over the years. AD, I agree. AD is that player that you say, no, no. There's, there's a little bit. A little bit. There's a little bit left in and, there. And, and that little bit is the difference between being really, really good and one of and the Lakers winning two championships For in sure. a row. It's, it's hard to win championships. You need those guys to be at their best. Powell at his best, you get a couple. Mm-hmm. At less than his best, you get close, but mm-hmm. you don't get it. That's that's the way that it goes. Time for the dump. Okay. We've talked a lot about Otani's power. We've talked a lot about Otani's electric stuff as a pitcher. He's over, you know, 45 home runs. He's over 150 strikeouts, which is dumb. There's my the- favorite thing. My favorite thing about Otani. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, there's I'll that. Leave right. Leave it at the, that. The the great quote mm-hmm. as we get near the end of the season. I want to win. I'll leave it at that. He had two more steals. He had his 25th and 20. We don't talk, Al. Yeah. He might be one of the five fastest players mm-hmm. in the league. He's the one of the best sluggers. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best – and I'm not saying top 20. I'm saying top five mm-hmm. of, in both pitching and slugging. He might be top five as fastest guys in the league. What, what is, what, what's going on here? I, uh, I, I find myself um, not able to really – you know, you were just saying one of the fastest players – I start thinking of Trey Turner, right? Like, do you see that dude on the bases? Yeah. Shoy is not that much slower than, than nope. Trey Turner. Dude, he. how many guys have 45 home runs and also a couple of handfuls of triples? You haven't talked about his pitching. You haven't talked about his pitching yet. Vladimir Guerrero, did mm-hmm. you watch any of that Yankee-Toronto uh, game last night? I saw Vladimir that. Vladimir Guerrero yeah. is not going to have a bunch of triples because he's a big guy and he's dragging around some stuff that he mm-hmm. shouldn't be dragging around. Oh, Tony runs like he's a sprinter. It's just there's there's you know what he is he's one of those guys that if he'd never played ping pong or or shot a a, a bow and arrow he'd he can be, do it he'd yeah, be an give him expert a week. at it in like a week yeah. he's just one of those guys I'll leave it at that along the way uh, Pau Gasol as I mentioned is retiring from professional basketball Pau is a retired number one hundred percent book it is that where it ends with him is he a statue guy. No, he's not a statue guy, but you know, Powell is. Um, I, I can't tell you how much the moment that he stopped playing for the Los Angeles Lakers, I would think of, man, I can't wait to where we can appreciate Pau Gasol, mm-hmm. where we can have time and a moment where Laker fans could take a step back and then remember the the championship run with Kobe and Powell. 
as much as um, you know, the Lakers have had greats, and and you go down the list of all the greats that the Lakers had. I did this. We're we're doing our top five Lakers all time, and I was like, ah, I love Powell. I want Powell at the four, but I took AD. Uh-huh. That's how I am with Powell. I'm a Powell guy, and I think most Laker fans, generational wise, love Powell. Gasol. Yeah, he and, and he was such an interesting guy too. Mm-hmm. It's not just he was a great basketball player, which he was, but he was intellectually curious. He yeah. was thoughtful. He was he's a really interesting guy. It's uh, it, sad to see him go, but what an amazing career mm-hmm. for Powell Gasol. Dollar Tree, the store Dollar Tree, they are going to start selling more items that cost more than a single dollar. Is this yeah. going to affect you, Al? Uh, well, it's just above one dollar tree yeah. now. That's what they should call it. Because if it's not a dollar... they got signs. they got to do a whole bunch of things. I don't want... Don't do this. I don't want any of this, hey, we're the dollar store or dollar tree or 99 cent store, and it's a buck 48. <laughs> don't start pulling that. Yeah, the whole I mean, foundation of your business. How about a buck? How about a, about a dollar store? You're better. You're more comfortable with that. I don't need a great taco shop trying to tell me that. Hey, you should get the hot dog. Got burgers back there. <laughs> no, you stick to what got you there. All right, you buying this one? There's a story that Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Is there another Giannis? Did I need to add that? Probably not. Uh, Giannis went to Target in Milwaukee. Uh huh. And was it not recognized? I'm calling cap on that. There's not not a chance. Not a chance. Okay, this isn't a story. This is him literally posting up videos at the grocery store with a photo, and nobody's you know kind of stopping him at aisle seven grabbing some some cereal. Now maybe nobody stopped him and said, "Hey, are you Giannis?" Maybe that didn't happen. But trust me. Giannis is not walking through a Milwaukee store. Giannis is seven feet tall. Calling him a liar? I'm telling Calling you. Calling him a liar. He, he's, he picked a very small piece of a video to say, I guess nobody recognized me. Giannis in Milwaukee. First of all, he's not you, respected in Milwaukee. Have you ever seen a seven-footer in the wild? Like just out, out, out of out in of the wild, out of a basketball what, what context. That? Were you ever camping and one time a seven-footer <laughs> have, came have, out of have nowhere? Have you ever seen one? Seven footer. I mean, in the wild. Every time, every time on Tuesday, you know, DeAndre would walk by. You and I look at it, Dwight would walk by. Be like, what? What the hell? <laughs> That's what I mean. You don't see seven foot people. They, yeah. they they're very very rare. Okay, and now you say in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. seven foot guy. Kind of looks a little like Giannis. That's ah, not him. That's nah, somebody else. Come on, man. Not a chance. Yeah, I'm sold. I agree with you. Giannis <laughs> is a liar. <laughs> That's that's the this, foundation now you're of this. Taking it to a place that no, I, I did not but I mean. agree with you. <laughs> Do you, think, you think, I just think that he's calling him a liar might be a step too far. That's just me. Where it's uh, National Chewing Gum Day. Did you know that I'm National Chewing guy. Gum Day? By the way, every single day there's something. National Chewing Gum Day. Um, you're not a gum guy? No. I mean, once in a while, if I feel like I got a little. Fun Do you ever do this on? when you were younger? Do you ever the big league chew? Just, oh, yeah. just rip that bad boy apart. There's yeah. times now I go to a grocery store. I, I'm in a gas station. I'm like, I'd love a little Big League Chew at the moment. Big League, you, they're one of my all-time favorite sports books is a book called Ball Four, written by a guy named Jim Bouton who pitched for the Yankees in the 60s, and it was the first ever sports book. <laughs> I love that. That's your that, one of your favorite that books. That went inside and said, this is what's really going on. Mm. It was the first ever kind of, no, it's not we went to bed early and we fought real hard. It's Mickey Mantle went up to the plate, cracked drunk seeing three pitchers and it was the first ever book of that and it was extraordinary Uh, yeah he was blackballed from baseball forever and ever and ever very towards the end of his life he was let back in Mm -hmm. he invented big league chew really yeah yeah 
little little known fact right. that he invented Big League Chew. And the Library of Congress had the 100 greatest pieces of American literature a few years ago. Ball four is on the list. Really? Yeah, it is for anybody that likes baseball or just. But I, I what's want those, going on, those inside stories. That's why you always say like, if there's a player that's boring, you're like, no, nah, I'm not interested. Give me ball four. Yeah. I, I I want ball four. I see of, it. I get that. Uh, yeah, Whitey Ford came into the hotel at nine o'clock in the morning <laughs> and then was pitching at noon and threw a two hitter. I want that story. That's the story that I want. How do you find the pod, Sleep? All right, ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search Travis and Sleeper Show. Get the full three hours. Obviously, Monday through Friday from nine fifty-five to twelve fifty-five. All right, we'll see. Maybe the Dodgers will hit five home runs in an inning. Maybe they will have Tony Gonsolin throw a no-hitter tonight. Maybe the Giants will throw a perfect Maybe game. Maybe they'll to top sign it. a couple of these Padre pitchers. <laughs> Not pitchers, <laughs> but they'll sign the Padres manager. Here, here's the here's our lead for tomorrow. Uh-huh. Did Jace Tingler show up for the game? He got <laughs> an extension, but it's with the Dodgers. <laughs> Mason and Ireland coming up next. 9.55 tomorrow morning. We'll see you then.